We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's almost like Steph. Like, I swear to God, they don't guard Steph for real. Like, there's no way Steph is just, like, driving to – like that game-winning shot and the game-tying shot against the Lakers where he just dribbling and just crosses oh, Anthony Davis. Like, yeah. how does – like, how? Like, what are you, what are you doing, Anthony? Like, how like, – I, no, I'm just saying it just doesn't look like they – it looks rigged almost. <laughs> like, Pat Mahomes running – you know how hard it looked for Lamar to scramble yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once again, Pat Mahomes just sits back there with his 240 cell and scrambling like like there's no rush. I'm like, where is everybody at? <laughs> like, where is he just he just scampers? He's not running really full speed and just running away from Jadavion Clowning. Like they're just falling at the knees. I'm like, come on, bro. This is this is the hot <laughs> They make it look easy, right? That's what basically what you're saying. The great ones. Oh, I mean, he made everything just look like it wasn't even. It's like Lamar was taking a master class in some super tough lockup defense where they 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 sacking you with four people, three people, and then Patrick Mahomes is getting full pressure, sitting in the pocket for eight nine seconds. I'm like. Running first, running from first down slow. I'm like, where's 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 Roquan Smith at? Where's uh, <laughs> where's the speed? I just see Travis just slowly getting open, falling in the windows, open. Patrick Mahomes just squeaking it in. Uh, uh, uh Rice just catching a little easy route and just burn. like how is like how? It's too. It looks way too easy for 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 the stakes in which the game is. You know, this playoff two bowl in the line, and it looked like it was a Super Bowl game for the Ravens. For the Chiefs, it was just like it's week three. We just, <laughs> we just whole routine. It's crazy. Left, left. You know what? I'm glad you said that. You know what it is left? That's another thing because that's another difficulty of of winning, right? Learning how to win and creating that. Dude, the Chiefs walked in the building like, yo, this is who we are. Yeah. Like, like this is not an AFC game to us. This like, is a, this is, a, this is another yes, game. Yes, this is that, that. This is just Chiefs football. This is just Chiefs football. <laughs> everybody wants to beat us. Regular season, everybody. Hey, we're the target every week. 
We got 15 every week. This is Chiefs. This is Chiefs Kingdom. It's like Ooh. Alabama. It's like Alabama. You just got Nick Saban. You just know the championship game gonna be sweet. You just know, you just yeah. know Saban gonna come every time. You gotta beat him. It's not ever, it's never about the other team. Yeah, it's always about the team that's the dominant one. Saban coming to any big time game they've been hyping all week, college game, they don't matter. You know Alabama's gonna be right. It's just the right. other team gotta are they gonna overcome Saban? Because Saban just gonna come out and play Alabama football. That's just what it is. Like you're gonna get a tough ass defense. They're gonna they're gonna stop the run, and your quarterback gonna have to make amazing plays. That's why you like watching a team that could potentially beat Alabama because you know that quarterback gonna have to play crazy. Yeah, they quarterback gonna have to have a hell of a day. I don't remember a game where Saban lost where the quarterback had an average pedestrian game manager day. Impossible. Yeah, impossible. You just know whenever you see an Alabama game with money on the line or championship or number one versus whatever number they are. Just know the quarterback is going to either going to play spectacular highlights, memorable game for the rest of the career, or they're going to lose. So against Patrick Mahomes, you can't you even if Patrick Mahomes over 200 yards, two touchdowns, and rush for like 50 yards, you can't do that on the other side. You got to still do 400, four five touchdowns, game sweet throw last second. You got to do the most. So. I mean, that's just the the that's what winning does for a period of time. You you just become so comfortable that no moment is too big, and then you go out there and just play your game. The Ravens didn't look comfortable at all. No, at no. all. No. I mean, no. come on. I mean, it got to a point where the like the like the fumble from Zay Flowers. You're like, oh my god, bro. These dudes are just the moment's too big. Cause how how else does that happen? You jump no, for the left, touchdown. Left, left. You can say what you want to say. That's a great. It was a great play. Oh, Ladarius Sneed made a great. Oh my it god! Was a, it was it was a fantastic. Play. It was like an incredible play, but still, like as the as a Ravens team, that's just it's just like come on, guys, that can't happen. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Lucky Lucky Podcast, man. And, you know, there's some people in the chat talking about stuff is rigged. Ladarius Sneed, that play had nothing to do with being rigged. A minute who the strips fumble had nothing to do with being rigged. They took should have been 24-7 at halftime. They took a touchdown from Rasheed Rice on a holding call that had zero <laughs> ball, ballers <laughs> on the other side of the field. <laughs> so who's rigging who? They the refs literally kept the Ravens in the game. It should have been 24-7 yeah. at halftime. Yeah, yeah. The refs were trying for the Ray. I thought the refs were trying for the Ray. And people are mad because they got a personal foul. The dude literally smacked Patrick Mahomes in the head. Smacked him in the head, dude. Jadavion headbutted him. Like, what are we talking about? Dude, I saw like, people talking about the league is soft. He literally hit the man in the head. Yeah, literally. it was. It was. It was. Do you know crazy. how many times? You know how many times as a Bears fan, I watched Justin Fields get hit in the head this year and no flag, none. Yeah, it's the same calls Tom Brady used to get. It's the same calls that used to frustrate me. When you're the dude, you get the calls. Yeah, it's I, what it is. I, you I can't even you can't be mad at that. It's like, come on, bro. It's Mike, Mike always got the call. Always. You see, you see how Kyle Hamilton did the right thing. Did the you know he came and he tackled him the right way. Press. That's how you got to do it. You try to get away with cheap stuff. They're not giving you cheap stuff on Pat Mahomes, but they just not doing. You can get away with it with Josh Allen because he trying to – first of all, he's not like that. And second of all, Josh Allen be trying to do too much anyway. He trying to run you over and all type of crazy – fake slide and all that shit. Man. But, man, Pat Mahomes, man, it's like <laughs> – it's a way – it's a certain way the man plays, man. It's just a certain way the man plays. And you cannot take a day off. Because every drive, you felt like Pat Mahomes about to score, about to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Every drive. So it's like, Lamar, you got to play keep up and then play better almost, you know? Yeah. Pat Mahomes can have an off day and still beat you. That's the that's the difference. And that's true. <laughs> the whole, you know, people, it's every every sport, when you have dominant teams, everybody wants to scream, it's rigged. Like, just forget the fact that the dominant teams have really good coaching and really good players. Lamar didn't play well. That's that's that's. I mean, thank you. He had, he had five completions in the first half. Like, what is that? I don't do. I don't care, dude. Lamar didn't do his part. He did. He was holding on to the ball too long. Like, and Todd Munkin didn't help. Todd Munkin definitely did not help that man whatsoever. That's the more. That's the most drawback I've ever seen Lamar in a game. Like, let alone a play. You know, it's just like you doing things y'all didn't even do during the regular season that much. The percentages of him dropping back and throwing were probably way more than they were all season. 
And it's dismissive. Once again, you say stuff like that, it's dismissive. Like people with it. This is why the Chiefs had a chip on their shoulder. Because everybody talks about the Ravens defense. Guess who's second behind the Ravens defense? Them. The Chiefs defense. And everybody always act like the Chiefs wasn't bringing a defense to the AFC Championship game. And what happened? Everybody forgot that they have a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator that held Tom Brady in the, the undefeated Patriots to 14 points in the Super Bowl. Everybody forgets about that dude. I mean, they were sacking Lamar left and right. It's like, dude. And, you know, Lamar is the type, you know, because he's such a freak of a talent, you sack him more than he's used to, it's over psychologically. He's frustrated. If you start tackling him more than he's used to getting tackled, it's over with. You won the game. He's not going to overcome that by throwing better. No, you frustrated his whole game. And Lamar has to – look, I'm going to be honest with you, love. Lamar has to be Lamar in big moments, bro. Don't try to change the stripes. Be you, man. Go to that dude like, hey, man, give me some RPOs and give me some runs. That's what I'm saying. They wasn't even doing that for him. Todd Munkin, why? Why did you get – it's like, first of all, you went away from things that the Chiefs just made a good play on. Like the, the screen they threw that Chris Jones batted down, if he got around that pass, that was a first down, if not touchdown. And right. then they stopped calling it. Now you're just running guys vertically all day. You get Odell involved in the last drive. It's like, come on, you guys didn't – you guys panicked in the moment from a coaching staff standpoint. That's why I was saying in the vacuum, it's hard to just be the team that's even going through struggles but got really good players. Yeah. Not, you can't panic as a coaching staff and do things that – out of nowhere, you got to stick to what you got there with, and they didn't. And Ravens did not do that whatsoever, or they John got scared Matthew. from it. One of the two, yeah. John Matthew, I don't want to hear that. You can call holding on every NFL play, every single NFL play, you can call holding every single one. Every time they snap the ball, somebody is holding on that offensive line, and the every game time. never felt close. Let's just be honest, the game never felt like close at that. all. I want to hear that. Even if they, even if Zay Flowers didn't fumble, it still didn't feel close. And then because the, you had to give the, the, you had to give the ball back to Pat, and y'all wasn't getting him off the field. Like what are we the, talking about? The first holding call, they replayed it, and it wasn't even holding. That set them back ten yards. It wasn't even holding. Trey Smith got beat. Oh, into a oh yeah, on the screen, right? Or he, no, no, the play before deep. that because he got two consecutive holding calls. He got two consecutive ones. Yeah, the yeah. The screen yeah. was the second one where he basically just threw dude like threw this. The dude, yeah, like, man, get your yeah, he threw the dude. Oof, himself out of here. The first holding call, the defensive lineman slips, and Trey Smith just basically pushes him on his side as he goes <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. And it's like it's not even holding. Not even holding. You're just reacting to the fact that the defensive lineman slipped. It's like, dude, I don't want to hear that. All this rig talk, man. Just give people credit, man. That's why I don't go for this whole, the whole world is against Notre Dame stuff. Man, stop. And when Notre Dame gets good Notre enough, Dame is win. against Notre Dame. When Notre, Notre Dame, Dame gets, when they get good enough, Notre Dame will win. The when Notre Dame, Dame decides they want to win, we're going to put the money where the mouth is. We put That's the money it. to where everything else is. I mean, good grief. That's we it. just want to win for free. We don't want to win. <laughs> Man, no, they just want to win in the most convenient, freest. Well, honestly, cheapest. honestly, <laughs> Notre Dame. That's look. That's why 
everything went down the way it went with 10. Because Notre Dame fans at this point, since 1988, we don't want to, we don't want it to be done right. At this point, Notre Dame's looking for a savior. Oh, yeah. Get us a quarterback that can be our savior. We don't want to actually do the right things to no, give no, our football no. program the best chance to no, win. No, no. We just, man, just give us a quarterback. Because I, I guarantee you, we got five alumni that can take care of the whole NIL collection you know, tomorrow. You know who they sound like? They sound like Bears fans. Heaven forbid we actually get people in the front office that know how to run a winning organization. Heaven forbid we ask for that. No, we'll we just overcome it with a quarterback. Caleb Williams has to be our God, our Savior. We get him and everything's going to change. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Winning is a top-to-bottom process. Top-to-bottom. Just plugging certain guys in is not going to change the culture. Now, when you got your now, I, this is ish together, you can Marcus do that. Freeman, but Marcus Freeman recognized that. And Marcus Freeman has had tough conversations like, hey, this has to change. That has to change. This has to change in a strength and conditioning. This has to change. And it's taking time to transition from the old way things transpired at Notre Dame. It's taking time. That's right. That's right. And everything hasn't gone perfect. We've had the Marshall moment. We've had the Stanford moment. We've had other disappointing moments. The Ohio State moment probably would have sped up the process. Because the team still offensively wasn't as talented or as well coached as it needed to be for right. big moments. So the Ohio State win would have, I wouldn't say would have given a false impression of where Notre Dame was, but still it would have been a narrative changing win. But it exposed the things that still needed to be worked on. Now you get to this third season. We get three years of Al Golden. Hopefully, you bring in Mike Denbrock as the quarterback talent begins to roll into Notre Dame. So now all of the excuses that existed are starting to fade away. And now there's nothing left to do other than win. And fortunately, in college football next year, there is no Pat Mahomes. There is no one. Standing in your way at the quarterback position that you just look at and say, "He's too good." Yeah, nobody. he's too good. He's There's too good. Nobody in college football. You know, we we beat Clemson at home, and we know darn well that that championship game. Trevor's coming back. You already know what's coming. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing the real Clemson Tigers. Yes. So game over. Now there is no one like that. <laughs> there is no one like that. Yeah, there is no one like that. In college, yeah, you're right. There's nobody in college football right now. I'm like, man, yeah, he's the he's you know, because they got him, they're gonna no matter who they play, yeah. Y'all still making excuses, dude. Stop, stop. I can pull up tape of every college, every high school, and every NFL game holding happens every single play. You stop that, stop that. That's why I'm not letting Malik on that bad interception of Lamar through. I don't care if they did make contact with like as a late throw over the middle, 
which is the one thing you never do as a quarterback. And then on top of that, it was a worse throw. The throw was bad. Yeah, it was a bad decision. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We come back, big time wide receiver, trending towards Notre Dame. Two wide receivers actually left. It's great things. And then uh, the Kansas City Chiefs hit the post game trash talk out the park. I'll just leave it at that. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spent it different. So did the 49ers, by the way. Oh, they did. Yes, they did. Talking to my dog, CJ, man. <laughs> Lucky Lefty Podcast back in the building. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Edibles each and every day. YouTube, subscribe. Make sure you share. Hit the notification bell. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spend it different. Notre Dame, the coaches on the road again. Matt, Marcus Freeman and Joe Rudolph, they're together, man. They're back in your favorite state, left. They're in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Checking in on 2025 offensive tackle Will Black commit. See, also there we go. On Ethan Long commit and Maddie Augustine, Ethan Long's teammate. Chris O'Leary, he's back on the road. He's going to be seeing uh, Nick Reddish down in North Carolina in the 26th class. Mike Denbrock. He's in Kansas. He's going to stop by to check in on 2025 tight end Lincoln Cure. And then also Mike Mickens is on the road. Now Mike Mickens is down in for Georgia. He's checking in on Devin Williams. Mike, man. Mickens ain't in, Mike, Mike Mickens ain't in no Canada. Man. Africa, no Ukraine. Stop, man. Stop. What is wrong with you, man? Mike Mickens is recruiting to the strength of his position. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Recruit to the strength of your position. Left, man. You you about to get us banned in Canada and Connecticut, bro. Like, uh, do you? We can like, go to Canada. We I'm happy we in can, uh, can, uh, Connecticut right now because we got that O lineman. That's great. So basically, it's a position thing for you. O lineman, Connecticut. You're like, oh, that's good. Get you some nice fish and chips up there. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you can recruit to the strength of your position, you're not you're not going wrong. We're we're trying to fish in ponds nobody's in, hoping we get something big. It's a reason nobody's in that pond. So when you say what pond are you talking about? Because you can't be talking about the Deloria kid that has like eight offers from the SEC. I'm trying to figure out what example you're using. I want to know if Kirby Smart ever went to Canada. Did I'm Nick sure Saban ever go to Canada? I'm sure not, they not, have. Not, not family vacation. Not just trying to see a you know a new part of the world, but but on a football visit. I'm sure they have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ever Meyer ever go to Canada? I'm, I'm definitely yes. Ohio State had Canadian Canadian players. I know that for a fact. Had had he did he go there for a quarterback? Oh okay. Did, did Notre did, Dame did, go? Wait a minute. Does Notre Dame have a Canadian quarterback? I don't know about. I'm just saying. You're losing me now because now you has, has did Urban Meyer go there for a receiver? There's no or a special teams player. No, once and no, once again, you okay. hate on Chase Claypool. Once again, no, you hate I hate no Chase. I'm not, I just named a different position. I'm glad we got Chase because we 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 brought Chase in. He was very talented. We 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 put so him wait, around a good so, football so, environment. So you admit you can get talent from from Canada. I admit that the strength of 
position that you're going up there for have to be specified. Certain positions I'm not going to Canada for. Okay. Well, see, That's clarify that. Clarify that. That's, That's, not... That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> not what you said. Because Kirby but... is not going up to Canada to find his 330 Jordan Davis. The dude is in the state where they grow on trees. Why would he? That's that's an excuse, Sean. Because guess what? We got the the most flyer, frequent flyer miles in in the country. We got our own plane. Marcus Freeman can be in Dayton today. Quick flight. Yeah. So I'm not taking no backyard. Everywhere is Notre Dame's backyard. We are, we recruit internationally. No, no, everything everywhere is not Notre Dame's backyard. That's cap. That's cap. Stop. Marcus Stop. Freeman is putting his mark though. Mark Marcus Freeman That's has to. Marcus Freeman has to ask kids to come camp at Notre Dame. Kirby he didn't ask KVA to come to camp. I guarantee you, Kirby Smart doesn't have to ask one kid in the state of Georgia to come camp at Georgia. They just do it. Every kid says, I'm going to camp at Georgia in the state of Georgia. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. That's fine. We talk about recruiting one or two players. Okay, but you brought up a specific position that literally grows on trees in the state where Kirby Smart resides. <laughs> that's a bad example. How's that a bad example, though? It's a hard, that's a horrible example. You can't say Wait. everywhere is Marcus Freeman's backyard when Kirby literally, that's like, okay, I can't come to your crib and say these are my oranges, left. It's your tree. Prime example. We missed out on Justin Scott, but went all the way to Germany to get a guy that retired yesterday. How that makes sense? Went all the way to Germany. Who's the kid? Uh, the German, the German player that just retired the DN. Are you talking about Ansberg? No. See, on, man. you got to be. We bad. missed out on. Oh man, I'm not oh, saying that the hey, kid wasn't. I'm, not, I'm just hey, saying. You know how I feel about the whole. Justin Scott, Scott is our right. backyard. I'm just saying. So and Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman, first of all, Marcus Freeman had Keon Keeley committed. And he went all the way down there past Kirby's backyard and got Keon Keeley locked up. So, yeah, Marcus Freeman can make an impression anywhere he goes. But that's not his backyard. That's two, that's two totally different conversations. Georgia is not his backyard. Not. No. We we if we give a round of applause if Notre Dame gets one or two kids out of Georgia. <laughs> That's a standing ovation. That's not your backyard, bro. <laughs> Canada's not our backyard either. Canada's across the border. We gotta have passports and stuff. Hey, obviously it's something. They're trying to make it their backyard. Uh, we'll see what happens. Fishing in ponds nobody else is in is just wild to me. That's not true. That's not true. And you still haven't given me an example of a Canadian quarterback. You're trying to make a point. 
So there's a bigger pond of talent in Canada that the rest of the country isn't as vested in as we are, that we that Left. nobody else Left. Left. stop, stop. Come I'm on. I'm just man. saying. Left. I'm not saying like if, if if Shrewsbury was up in Canada, absolutely. Absolutely. Get matter of fact, just just get him a part-time home in Canada if Shrewsbury is going up there for basketball players. Let me ask you. RJ Barry, man. Give me the percentage chance. No, 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 no. The last two years, you give me the percentage of chance that Marcus Freeman had to get the best, the top five players out of the state of Alabama. When he's had the opportunity to? No, no, no. Well, that too, which makes it even worse. But what percentage would you put on Marcus Freeman when Nick Saban was at Alabama getting the best players out of Alabama? Well, in two years, because everywhere is Notre Dame's backyard, right? No, I'm saying in two years that Marcus Freeman's been doing recruiting, he's been doing a great job. No, no, my point is, he, since everywhere is Marcus Freeman's backyard, he can walk into Georgia and Alabama and get the top kids out of both of those states, right? Because if it's back everywhere is Notre Dame's backyard, right? Well, because Notre Dame recruits everywhere, yes, it's Notre Dame's backyard, essentially. Left. Compared to Canada... Okay, so what Marcus, top, Freeman, Marcus Freeman what got top player, what top player has Notre Dame gotten under Marcus Freeman out of Alabama? We probably we, we don't that's not our number one focus. Uh, all right, man. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Let's get to it. Miami. All the players were in Miami this weekend. Big time camp. And Derek Meadows out of Bishop Gorman who is going to get a visit from wide receiver coach Mike Brown today. Seems to be trending heavenly. Man, Lilo Galante just gave you an answer. He got, he said, Justin Tuck. He had to go all the way back to the nineties for you. Justin Tuck was a great player for Notre Dame, man. Yeah, man. Lucky lefty podcast. So, Derek Meadows left. Absolutely fantastic talent. Wide receiver, six five, two. He basically is your boy, little little admiral. Man, and, little admiral was special, bro. Because yeah, Corey didn't even know he was getting the scholarship. <laughs> Corey's special, man. <laughs> we got to check him out. Derek Meadows is a pre. He was offered by Chance Stucky. Oh, okay. and this kid left. This is why I'm impressed with Mike Brown. Mike Brown must be really impressive with first impressions. Okay. Because his first impression with Derek Meadows, and, and then Derek Meadows goes to a camp, he talks to reporters, and all of a sudden reporters are like, yo, I'll go ahead and crystal ball Notre Dame. When that was not the buzz at all. That's right. A week ago. That's right. So what? Whatever Mike Brown is saying and whatever impression he's having, even on the new offers, with that Notre Dame on his chest, regardless of whether or not he's wearing a mock neck, a sweater, a T-shirt, a hoodie, he's putting in work, bro. He's definitely putting in work as a new wide receiver coach. So let's check out this film on Derrick Meadows, left, and I already know you're going to be excited to see this kid. Bishop Gorman High School. 
And Bishop Gorman left is one of those schools where you you wait your turn to become that dude. That's right. And Derrick Meadows has definitely waited his turn. And this year, I expect his production production to probably double from what his production was in his junior season. But you see the talent. He laid out right there for that catch. Great speed. He showed out at the camp in Miami. Just embarrassed everybody. Once again, great speed, deep pass, pulling away. The kid is special. He has a high ceiling, a very high ceiling. Really like the way he just, you know, obviously the size, man, that stands out. And to be able to just be quick off the line, I'm not really caring too much in terms of speed down the field. Just give me something quick off the line to let me know you can get open in a short distance. And then the ability to be able to use your size and have a large catch radius while still running. You know, a lot of big dudes just catch and just fall down. But to be able to catch and still keep going shows some dexterity, some balance, some good uh, awareness of your body capability. And to have that in high school is really good because you can only get better from here. Um, but size is obviously going to be an important thing in recruitment due to you're not selling the quarterback. <laughs> Mike Brown's not going around busting <clears throat> up the quarterbacks to this guy. So he just put in the mindset of, you know, you're going to be in a position to make plays. We got Denbrock. He's had a long list of receivers. I'm a great developer myself. I got that ND. We're going to be any and everywhere. And it's a good opportunity for a receiver to look at a room that hasn't had production and say, okay, well, I can go be that production. And this is a kid with the, the, the talent to make the room more competitive. It's one thing to bring a guy that has a bunch of talent on film and then you get him in person and just look like a normal dude. This mm -hmm. doesn't look like a normal dude in the room. Right. So already you got to sit up in your seat because you're like, man, he might he might mess around and do something crazy. We get a bunch of pedestrians in the room that look like commoners and, and regular you know, community uh, neighborhood watch association members. So, you, you know, everybody's just chilling. You know, Jordan Faison is not making anybody intimidate in the room, but he's sitting in the first seat in the receiver room. As I just said, everything, they'll let you know right, right there and then. Jordan Faison yeah. walk out in the middle of the, walk out in the middle of the quad right now. They they think he just, he just there as a student, just pass her by. You say but this kid, kid you, you wouldn't even know if he was on the football or basketball squad, right? You wouldn't know what, yeah, you, but this kid walk in, you like, oh, okay, you, I know you was recruited. Mm -hmm. Ain't that many six, five, muscular tall people like that in the world in general so you walk around campus they're like oh yeah you was recruited you put some they put some effort for you because you could have went anywhere look at you look at you you look at jordan Faison. you're like oh man you worked hard to get here just like all of us you just one of us but this kid get here you like oh okay you you was recruited and it's just optics i'm not you know there's no diss to nobody it's just an optic thing but i'm telling you that's sitting in the room is going to change the weather in that room. We're not no, going to be a bunch of talk about it. Left, it's what we've been talking about all show. You can go ahead and say it. He's the dude that gives you the gives you the feel that he's going to show up in big moments. Just go ahead yes. and say it, Left. These are yes. the type of players you go get for big moments and big games. That's okay. Yes, this is this is our Keon Coleman. This is this is the guy that you like. All right, we need to play. I know we go. We don't have to wonder about a Tobias. We don't have to wonder about a kid like this. Yeah. Look at him. So Marcus Freeman is getting with the optic game. No more surprises. No more. Oh, he's super talented. He's just short. Oh, he's super good. He's just under undersized, underrated. 
No, we getting them oversized, ready to play out the package GI Joe action figure players. It's time to go. Yeah. If nothing else, we're gonna look the part, and I appreciate that about Marcus Freeman. We go out them freaky looking linebackers that got the seventy inch wingspan, and they six five. You like, man, how did he get? We gonna have that. We gonna have the six eight offensive tackles that you would think can't move, but out there moving like a basketball. We're going to have that. I think the days of having, oh, this guy came in as a tight end. Now he's playing right corner. Yeah. Those days are over. Oh, he came yeah. in as our fifth receiver. Now he's our starting safety. Those days are over. Yeah. Them days are over. Get over, get over that Notre Dame. There's no more Rudy stories when in this recruitment. Not that it's not. Think, I don't think Marcus Freeman wants that. He don't I, want that. They're, they're not attacking recruiting like that. He, he wants to attack recruiting like we're the bullies. Oh shit! Notre Dame got yeah. another one. Oh man! Notre Dame reloading. That's an intimidating football team that walks out there. Not, man. We don't even know who the starting receiver is. They all look like walk-ons. You know, they, they they ain't got no swag. They look like they just happy to be on the team. No, 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 no. We got the guys that got brands. Hell, that cat Marcus Freeman. Is about to walk out with six 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 seven six eight six seven six six. Dude, that's just that within itself. Six five receivers, six three quarterback, six five quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big oversized, strong running backs. Yeah, we not. You know, I love Fink the death. Ain't no more Finks out there. Yeah. Ain't no more. Ain't no more Finks and Amirs and, and CJ Sanders out there. Great players, yeah. but we just not. The optics is changing. We yeah. get length. Hell, ain't, ain't no more Malik Zaire size quarterbacks there. You getting six two and up, six five if you got it. So that's that's a good start. Yeah, just changing perception. So yeah, that, if you want to see something changed on the regular, I want to see the size change. That'll make me more convinced. Because that's yeah. an overwhelming factor that you can't coach. And Marcus Freeman understands it. He's like, you know what? I just some of these teams just can't handle size. How about that? Some of these teams just not gonna be able to handle a six-six tackle after a while. Yeah. A six a six-five guard or something ridiculous. Just after a while, 330 pounds in the middle just gonna be hard to handle. Uh, you know, coaching is one thing, but you know, you're gonna have to move that around for 60 minutes. That's hard. Ain't no more surprise stories. We got preseason All-Americans. That's what we're looking for. So I think that's the trend that we're going into because you have to beef up size going into this super continental type conference yeah. where it's almost like everybody's in the same pool. Got to hit that recruiting gym. Yeah. Oh, and Marcus Freeman, they're doing that, bro. That's why I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed by Derek Meadows. I'm impressed with what I heard from several people this weekend about how he's had glowing remarks about Mike Brown, Marcus Freeman, the coaching staff, and having Deuce Knight as the quarterback helps tremendously. See, this is having Deuce Knight with guys like this helps tremendously. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember, I remember in high school, man, it's so funny. It's like the times have changed so much in a short time. Now, high school, when I was in eighth, seventh grade coming to high school, I felt like the high school team was like grown adults. Mm -hmm. Big, strong, tall, older dudes. Well, high school was intimidating going. You know how, even in basketball, 
He's like, man, this looks like the NBA in, in varsity in varsity basketball like the NBA. So that's what we walking into. These recruits walking on these teams, not looking like the biggest dude on the team. Mm-hmm. I remember recruits when we used to. <laughs> it was so funny. Recruits used to come when I was on the team. I'm like, man, he could play right now. We ain't got nobody like that. And these are these are high school kids. Now them same high school kids gonna be like, oh, I ain't I ain't even know this dude bigger than me existed. <laughs> we get they gonna be like, I ain't even know dudes as big existed. Yeah, another kid that's hot for Notre Dame is Elijah Burris, man. Left, we're hearing fantastic things about Elijah Burris, how he feels, you know, getting a chance to kick it with Deuce Knight at the junior day, the relationship that he already has with Jerome Bettis Jr. Yo, I'm not saying it's a lot, but there's a lot of backroom conversation amongst the Clarks, the Burrises, the Taylors, the Bettises, that Pittsburgh Steeler connection, that the parents are loving what Marcus Freeman is setting up. And as you know, the mothers always love Notre Dame. Mar- Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman is that is that that comfortable wave. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, he's he's got the prestige. He's a he's one of us. He 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 not in over his head. He fly. He got the jet. He got all the all the fancy fixings. Any one of us, it's a, it's a slam dunk. Because they like that prestige that match. That legacy, that prestige master legacy, like the pants master shirt, it just go hand to hand. So when you got that legacy, oh, you know, I'm a 10-year vet. I done seen it all, been it all. I just want to do it the right way. How else do you not go Notre Dame? Because of Marcus Freeman. Oh, he's young. He gets it. Yeah. Legacy like Brian Kelly get Bon Jovi. We get old singers and stuff. You know, oh, he fans. Fans of music, we get we did a, a whole variety of mixed bag of legacy with, with Brian Kelly. We get football yeah. legacy with Marcus Freeman. Yeah, we get popularity yeah. contest kids with Brian Kelly. Oh, come join the experience at Notre Dame. You know, left. I still say to this day, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Being there for a practice and literally watching lines of parents line up to take a picture with this dude during practice like he's not his head like yeah let him come on yeah he gotta do he gotta do mothers fathers sisters brothers like not the recruits i'm just talking about their people not the recruits their people like yo can i take a picture with coach freeman he is yo he is he's, Lou Holtz. He's, he's, he, he, he's Lou Holtz in a different way. You know what I mean? Lou Holtz had that same magnetism, but it was in a different he's, way. He's 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 the he's the watered down Dion that people love. They mm. seen the extreme version and, and how commercialized it could be, but it's good in theory, right? It's good in theory. You get one of us in a in a position that nobody would expect. He trying to make it booky booky boop. Everybody coming to support, but it got too a little too extreme. Mm-hmm. Got to take a step back. Okay, now 
What's the perspective? Bly said it. Bly's our biggest recruitment on the internet right now. Bly said, wait a minute. We love Dion, but if you take a step back, there's somebody else doing it and almost doing a little bit more edible, a little less controversial, mm. a little more inclusive to what we're trying to do. Marcus Freeman is the diet that everybody is like, oh, yeah, this is what I need to get on right here. The Dion thing is cool, but I can only I can only eat so much of that before I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm full. I can get a steady helping of some Marcus Freeman. And that's what these legacy guys like. It looks like stability. It looks like the next step is something people can trust. And then just look at the program. Then that's where the brand ties in with Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman is the, is the best connector of what recruiting can look like at its highest mixed with a brand that's trying to rebrand itself and change the perspective of what it used to have to what it's trying to be. Notre Dame's brand can keep the same principles, but got a fresh look with a Marcus Freeman who can represent the brand, but connected to the guys and the recruitment that we need to get better. Great hire by Jack Schwartz. Yeah. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Let's check out who Mike Williams, not Mike Williams, Mike Mickens is checking out left. Defensive back out of Buford, Georgia. Same high school that gave Notre Dame Darius Walker back in the day left. Big time running back that came to Notre Dame as a true freshman and made an instant impact. This is Devin Williams, the kid, man. Defensive back, Mike Mickens is after him. You already know what that means, left. Long. Look at his arms, left. That cat, man, I don't know where Mike Mickens finds these long <laughs> defensive backs, bro. But he just seems to find them, and he seems to be able to get them to fall in love with Notre Dame from all over the country. He'll go to the West Coast. He'll go to Ohio. He'll go down to Georgia. He'll go to Texas. He'll come to Chicago. Yeah, when you, when you got, that, when you got that, that Hall of Fame recruiting pass of the Walk, uh, Sauce Walker story, or Sauce Gardner story, you just fit that profile everywhere. Oh, you see this length that you got? I coached a guy similar to your length. He in the league right now, best corner in the league right now. I know what to do with guys like you. And I had him when he was no stars. You more talented. That's an easy sale, Mike Miggins. I got a guy in the tank that's about to be first round. I got a guy that I got from no stars to everything stars, first, you know, mm -hmm. rookie of the year, all of that. And you got more talent than him right now. Easy sell. Hey, you want to call my dog sauce just to just to just to verify? I can teach you them. I great. He ain't in Alaska. He right where he's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Once again, but, Devin Williams, but, six foot uh, one Devin seven. Williams, a lot of tenacity. Yeah, just a lot of tenacity, a lot of length. I like the fact that, uh, you know, he takes on the challenge of a receiver. You know, some corners are a little more passive. He's very physical throughout the entire route with the receiver. He's high-pointed like he is a receiver. So I really do like the com competition that you see in the way he plays. And that's all you're asking for when it comes to a DB, a guy that competes, right? Competes at the point of contact, competes at the line of scrimmage. What do we see again? Notre Dame loving kids that produce that play both on both ways. sides, both ways. Yes. Yeah. So there's 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 maybe a secret sauce of 
how a kid develops if he's able to see the the counter to what he's practicing. Yeah. And you know maybe there's a a geniusness to that side of recruiting, and it, it, it will stand the test of time. But I still think you know Ben Morrison didn't play too many both sides, and look at where he's at. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Devin Williams, once again, Buford High School, Buford, Georgia. Same high school that gave Darius Walker to Notre Dame. And Mike Mickens is checking Devin Williams out, visiting him, visiting him today.